Calgary Police, as you know, vowed this week to track down those involved in the violence last weekend connected to that city's Eritrean community. And according to police, there were two peaceful gatherings. That's how this all started. They were planned. They were approved. Everybody knew about it. But those two peaceful gatherings were used apparently by a group that wanted to start a conflict. They were literally there looking for trouble. And in the end, dozens of people squared off two by fours, pipes, bottles. And as you know, this incident is not the only one. The riot police had to be called in in Edmonton a couple of weeks ago. Toronto's seen violence, Tel Aviv and Israel, Sweden, the UK. It's global. It's it's a big, big issue. Um, and let's get an update on what's going on in Calgary as they try and find the people responsible. We're going to speak with Cliff O'Brien now. Cliff is a superintendent with the Calgary Police Service. Um, super, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate your time. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for the invite. Uh, let's just go back to, to to what happened on the weekend because I know, and we heard from the chief earlier this week. Prior to the violence unfolding, the events were were known; they were planned, and you had spoken with community members, right? So, what were you expecting to happen to that day, or what did you know was planned for that day? Yeah, well, that's that's all accurate, and what I'd say is, like, we live in a great city, and we deal with, um, you know, upwards to a thousand major events every single year. And that includes protests and that includes uh, festivals. And uh, and so this wasn't something that we weren't prepared for. Uh, we obviously, when we look around uh, the country, we look around our province, yeah. we look around the world, we could see those that, that violence and the clashes that were taking place. So uh, we did go and uh, our diversity unit, uh, as well as uh, other police officers had reached out to community members uh, to talk to uh, them about what uh, what to expect, to talk to them uh, around what we would expect and what we would tolerate. As a result of that, and as a result especially of what had happened in Edmonton, we had our public safety units, or our, uh, you know, our riot squad, as, as you had mentioned. So we had our a public safety unit on standby. We, uh, you would have seen that we had uh, our horses on standby. We had stood up uh, a tactical operations center, which is a full incident command in the event uh, that something uh, took place, as well as obviously our patrol officers and, and mountain bike units. What we expected, though, was that um, that people would show up as they tend to do uh, when they have conflict or or they want to protest. And this was not a protest, but what we expected is that people would show up and be respectful, and uh, there would uh, there would be time if we needed to escalate that we would escalate. Um, in this particular case, um, this. Uh, clash and the, and the violence took place at a venue that we were not prepared for. It was a venue that we we were not aware of. I mean, I think that's an important distinction, right? Because a lot of people are saying, well, if you knew this was going to happen, why weren't you better prepared? There was a third location involved here, right? I mean, this was something that it, it involved the groups that you had been speaking with, and you knew that the events were being held. But what actually unfolded was somewhere else and wasn't directly, I mean, it was related, but it was it wasn't like it didn't come out of the events that you were aware of, right? Yeah, it was definitely a different venue. Yeah. Um, and, you know, th- this is very fluid. So when we look back on it, it seems simple. But at the time, we have uh, groups. Uh, obviously, some people were cooperative with us, some were not. Some appeared cooperative. It turns out they perhaps weren't as cooperative. And uh, and I guess, I, you know, I want to point out as well 
that there were attendees at the events that were not involved in this and are not blamed for the violence or anything that transpired. But there were also people at the event as well as people that showed up that were involved. You know, like the chief said, there was a group that was looking for this, that was looking for a conflict, that wanted to... to... Do you know... um... Is it strictly people from Calgary or is this, you know, was it people from Edmonton that came? Do you, do you have any intelligence as to maybe these are the same people causing these problems um, right across the province and maybe even in Toronto? Well, we know that without a doubt, they went there uh, to to cause to cause violence. That yeah. was the purpose. Yeah. Uh, we know that weapons had been stashed uh, on both sides. Um, and, you know, I don't want to get too much into the details of the investigation, but I would say this, that just as others talk uh, outside of their jurisdiction or the city they live in, we also talk to the police services in other jurisdictions like Edmonton. And so we are comparing notes and we are looking at, uh, we know that there were people here that probably were not from the city, uh, just as there were people in Edmonton that were probably not from their city. So you have been in touch with Edmonton both before and after and and comparing notes as to what happened and who may have been involved. That work was going on even before the incident, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anytime there's a major incident, uh, certainly within the province, we're going to talk to our, to our partner agencies and, and find out uh, lessons learned. And, and especially when we see, you know, it's not the first time we've seen this where you're seeing Calgarians in another jurisdiction causing trouble or we've seen, uh, you know, another city, people from another city coming here to cause trouble. So, um, so yeah, we're, we're always, uh, we're always talking and comparing notes. There was a lot of conversation, like you say, with the community prior to what happened. What's happened since? Are they assisting you in trying to track down the people who were there looking for trouble? Do they know? Are they being cooperative at this point? Well, I wouldn't want to characterize, uh, you know, it, it's, I don't want to talk about a full community. I mean, uh, there are some people that are, sure, that are very yeah. cooperative, some people that are less cooperative, as you would imagine. Um, what we have been able to do is certainly interview some of the people that have been hospitalized uh, with fairly severe injuries. And um, and I would just say that the investigation is going forward, and uh, I'm very confident, as is the chief, that we will be laying charges on people on both sides. Keep in mind, here in Calgary, all of our members are, are the vast majority of our members and certainly the members that were at this incident all had body-worn camera as well. So, um, you know, there's a lot of video footage uh, for the investigators to go through. And then it'll be, you know, we'll be looking to the community to help identify who some of these people are. I'm wondering, you know, like you say, you, you knew the potential was there, but I mean, it's a fine line that you have to walk in law enforcement, right? Because as far as you know, these are peaceful protests and there's nothing wrong with that. You can't get in the way. And I've, we had some people saying yesterday, given what we saw in Toronto and Israel and Edmonton, there's no way this should have gone ahead. Well, it, in this country, they're allowed to go ahead, right? You can't, you can't stop people doing something because of the potential of it going wrong. So how fine a line do you have to walk in saying, okay, this could turn into something, but at the same time, until it it does yeah i mean what do you what's the decision making process into how involved do you want to be in something like that or should be well it's a great point i mean welcome to canada we have uh, this great charter of rights and it allows us to gather it allows us to protest and it it allows us to have different uh, opinions and thoughts from other people for us our focus is on behavior and in particular illegal behavior I can't imagine what the community would think if we showed up in with our, you know, public safety unit and all of their riot equipment before anybody had even gotten there. 
So, you know, we, we have a staged approach. We had a plan and unfortunately we, you know, this took place at a different venue, but I also want to be clear. This clash was not a protest. This was planned. It was pre-planned and it was a targeted attack made by members of the community on both sides of this confrontation. Um, I, I, every once in a while I hear people talk about a protest. I've been to lots and lots of protests and we have lots of them here. Those protest people are not stashing weapons. They're not showing up, yeah, throwing right. pieces of concrete at each other and at the police. So this was not a protest. This was a violent, targeted attack. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and like you say, uh, Calgary police vowing to get to the bottom of it and hold those accountable. Have any arrests been made yet? No arrests have been made yet, but, you know, we what we've done is we've stood up a, a, a task force, if you will. We have gone around the city and grabbed some expertise from uh, from different areas. There's a lot of video to go through. There are a lot of people to interview. Then we need to identify people. We want to make sure that we are identifying the right people yeah. and the people that committed the violence. It, it is and and also the property damage. I mean, one of the things that I think is is super disappointing and very sad is the majority of the property damage that incurred from this was, you know, innocent shop owners or business owners that had their windows smashed or innocent bystanders that had their vehicle windows uh, damaged. They they weren't even part of this. And uh, so we do want to hold those responsible, but it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time to get through the video uh, and then identify those responsible. But we have dedicated uh, team to do this. Superintendent, I can't thank you enough for spending some time with us this morning. I appreciate it.